everybody. Welcome to the Table Podcast. My name is Luke. I'm Lene. Pastor Crane. How you guys doing? Really good. Nice yeah. Yeah. You guys never have like no. anything to give me when I ask. Like, I open the door. How's your week going? What's going on in your you lives? Know, I always forget that you do this like intro thing, and then I'm like, oh, I could have had something. I'm sure. Well, the main reason is I don't know is because, uh, and, and rightly so, Luke starts giving me dirty looks when I when I start going too long. So I try to, the parts that I don't have to really talk about. I keep really short. Well, That's great. I, I feel like I don't know. You guys have interesting lives. You might have stuff going on in your life. There, no, no. I, got I, feel, I feel like my life is interesting, but a lot of the interesting stuff I can't really talk about. So, ooh, like the, like counseling and stuff like that. Yeah, you should ooh. definitely talk about that. <laughs> Can you talk about it, but, like, just use different names? Like, yeah. we wouldn't know who you're talking about. <laughs> so, like, we don't talk about you, I was like, Benet or something. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Benet. I was like, just be like, Benet. That's a good one. Well, Kim's birthday was Monday. Oh, yeah. Happy and, birthday, Kim. She's not And I that. made her uh, a, a tradition now to make her a steak and lobster dinner. So I made steak and Is this only the second time, too? Uh, or is this third, third time, time, I think. Yeah, yeah, third time. Luke and Kim, now this has been since last week, uh, made me um, my birthday dinner. They made chicken parmesan. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was spot on, really? too. So good. So good. Really good. And my mom was here, made a Coca-Cola cake. Yeah. And it, the did way she what? makes it. Did you say what? Coca-Cola Co- cake. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Okay, but he's not saying Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Or Coca-Cola. Oh, okay. Coke That's why I was like, <laughs> I don't know what that is. I'm thinking it's but, Coca-Cola. But it was but... really good. It's really moist. She doesn't, of course, she doesn't use a cake mix or anything like yeah. that. Wow. Just... Kim makes fun of me because, like, with not with a lot of stuff, but with food, I'm, like, a big-time perfectionist. So, like, I'll make things over and over again and slightly change the recipe or try something different. And so, like, with the, I was in charge of making the sauce. And so, like, I did a bunch of research of, like, what's best to go in a spaghetti oh, sauce, how Jesus. to start, like, start from scratch and everything like that. Can you but, duplicate that sauce? Yeah. Because I, I want the recipe for that. I was thinking, man, that would be... Because I, I, after that night, there was some left over, and I wanted to eat it more healthy, so I put it over spaghetti squash, and it was really good. Yeah. But, you know, I feel you on perfecting things, because, like, when I do frozen pizza... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I add stuff to it. Like, you I add extra... It. Yes, doctor I doctor it. it up. I mm-hmm. add some mushrooms. Mm-hmm. It didn't come with mushrooms. That makes it, that makes it actually more healthy for you. There, see? So I feel you on that. Like I, I do research on how to yeah, doctor up sure. the frozen pizza. She'll get she'll get frustrated with me though, because like I'll make I'll make a dinner and I'll be like, eh, it's not quite right. She's like, oh my god, it's fine. It's <laughs> it tastes great. And I'm like, you know, but it could be just a little bit better. And and so like steak now, I have it down to like a science. It's nice. like perfect. And it's awesome. Merit says she's with you. <laughs> and by the way, Molly has joined us, and my Hi, sweet Molly. mother who has was here. Miss Lily. Is, uh, and Ray Whitman has joined us. Hey, Ray. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining the table. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. And we're actually at a table. See, that that's one thing I had against the podcast before, <laughs> is it wasn't really a table. It was a, de- it it was was a, a desk. desk. Yeah. yeah. And we're actually at a table. So we're actually <laughs> truth in broadcasting. Yeah, we could get sued if we, mm-hmm. if we lied. Yep. Sued for what, though? Like, false advertisement? or? But you know there are a few table podcasts on... Uh, iTunes podcast, so none is popular. I wonder, this one. I wonder how many of them are actually at a table. Ah, that's yeah, a good point. Molly said, "Come on, Lene, uh, you do research on whose house to go to." <laughs> she knows who does the best cooking. Listen, one week I went to her house and ate. Then the next night we were had our connect group and I ate at Steph's. Yeah. And then the next night I was at Shauna's house and she cooked because I was like Snap. Shauna is such a good cook oh my too. Gosh. She is a really good. Cook. So I, it's true. I I do like to hop around with when when people who can cook slightly different. But when Merritt and I first got married and we were first went in the ministry and we were very poor. Uh, we would plan our week as because we lived in the same town as her parents and my parents and was like we would plan our week on whose house we we're going to get to eat yeah. at that week and say, well, we don't have to have groceries for this night. We don't have to have groceries for this night. <laughs> I love it. So, yeah, it worked I, out well. It's not because of money, though. I just right, right, right. No, For them, <laughs> it, was, it was money. For, Doug, for us, it was definitely money. <laughs> Mine is I just don't want to, like, do research yeah. on food. <laughs> it's yeah. not what I want to research. Are you guys the type of people that can, like, eat the same things over and over again yes. and never get definitely. sick of it? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I'm that way. Like, Chicken wings for me. <sighs> Dude. It's my heart. Thank you. Like I'll, I'll, I can eat it every day. We we typically have them on Sunday night, and then like right around like two o'clock in the afternoon on Monday, I'm like I could have wings again because mm-hmm. like I'll go to the trash to like throw some away, and like the smell hey, from like, the bones is like hitting me, and like ooh, I could do wings again. Yes. 
So yeah, we'll say hey to Jennifer. Hi Jennifer. Hey she, Jen. Uh, join us. That's uh, this Diana's granddaughter. She oh, says she yeah. misses oh, us. Yeah. And I hope all are doing well. Jen, that's how yeah. I know. Yeah, her. yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> You're the one that calls her that. Yeah, I'm, I know her as Jen. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Kenny and Dina Burns have joined us. So y'all straighten up. Which one? Uh, I would. <laughs> mm, it's hard to tell. Yeah. Kenny Dina. It's Kenny Dina Burns. That's very that's very them to have like a single Facebook together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kathy says chicken wings too, by the way. Uh, yes. Chicken wings chicken are, wings are everything. And don't even get me started on people who say they like wings and they order boneless. Because those My are not wings. My boys do that. Those They're are not boneless wings. wings people. Not I'm wings. like, that's not wings. It's really the breast, right? Just cut up in strips? Yeah. It's chi- yeah, it's chicken nuggets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which chicken nuggets are fine, but that's not what I want wings. wings. That's poser yeah. that's poser wings. <laughs> Okay, I guess we can talk about Jesus now. I like now. your shirt, yeah. by the way. Oh, right. Thanks. You, you know, I wore this like a month or so ago, and you complimented it. I liked it then? Yeah, you complimented it then. Did you, did yeah. you, Isn't is that, that the shirt you wore in the uh, video? I must really like it. In the, in the video no, you did? No, I know what, and I just wanted to talk yeah. about the video. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. Talk about the video. <laughs> oh, man, the video is, as, as, uh, Kenny, the, well, I still don't know, it says the smart one, so I'm assuming Dina then. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but would Dina say that? Yeah, see, that's the point. You I feel know, like that's a Kenny line. Yeah, that so it's probably Kenny, Kenny but you're, you're, you immediately think Dina, but it's got to be Kenny because Dina would never say that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, no, uh, I checked it just before I came over here. We've got nearly, uh, 2,400 views, awesome. um, 45 shares, uh, a bunch of, uh, we, we paid to have the thing promoted. Mm-hmm. And so we've had several hundred, um, people that played it all the way through. Nice. Uh, uh, it shows on that particular that's thing. Awesome. So that's really cool. Awesome. Well, I'm two times all the way through. <laughs> yeah, I've watched it all the way through. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm probably I'm probably a hundred of those times. Yeah. You know, it's so it's so funny. Like, I've heard like um, uh, movie directors or writers talk about this, and like it's very true for me too. Like, it's hard for me to look at a song that I've written like as a whole song as a mm-hmm. piece of a song because I see it like well, you know I had the chorus for a long time there was just the chorus and then I wrote the first verse and then, and so it's hard for me not to see a song of like a sum of its parts mm-hmm. instead of like a whole piece like when you hear a song that's played for you it's completed right. but and you don't see the step right. so it's it's so hard for me to like look at it as like a whole song yeah. and not like you know a chopped up Bits of things. Oh, Dennis is joining us too. (laughs) Well, and another thing I know that I've heard the worship team talk about when you guys learn a new song, and I I would assume it has something the same to do with a song that you've you've written together or whatever. That um, that once you actually start playing it, you're like, we're ready to move on because we've already played it a bunch of times and practiced it a bunch of times. Do you think you're there yet with that song yet? No, I think once we play it a couple times in church I might be there but I yeah. think it's still a good song it's you know yeah, it's, it's a good song it's yeah. a good song for multiple seasons yeah. so Dennis I, I, I don't know if you heard me Dennis is on too so Hi, him and Molly must be in separate rooms <laughs> okay so anyways back to uh, yeah Jesus back, back to the Jesus stuff Kiki. so last week we um, both weeks we kind of tackled subjects that are sort of going on in our in our country right now, and really in the world, and I think we may probably end up touching a little bit on that again today, just because of the nature of your message. Um, but so that being said, we're gonna sort of combine the last two sermons. Okay. Um, I mean, your last your first sermon, the one from two weeks ago, was kind of short. Um, not even just for you; it was short altogether. Yeah. It was. Um, not it, even the Clarence Crane short. No, it was, it was short. like it was like fifteen minutes, I think, mm-hmm. or something like that. Yep. But well. Um, if you're if you're listening and you're wondering you know what we're talking about the first little half it's just because that was where we kind of started and I kind of wanted to start I mean you said some other things before this but I kind of wanted to start where I think we can expand on this a little bit is you emphasized how there came a sound from heaven like mm-hmm. a mighty wind yeah and you talked about how desperately in our in our world that we need that right now yeah so um, yeah and and. Just even as you said that, that sound from heaven just kind of really resonated with me mm-hmm. in that it definitely wasn't something originated from the earth. Right. It was a sound from heaven. And um, one of the things, and, and I hope I can say this in a way that doesn't, I, 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 I want everybody to hear my, hear my heart. I, I'm tired of hearing the voices of the earth, you know, because there's so much stuff, it's, it's, 
there's so much rhetoric. And I'm not saying there's not truth and important things being said. It's not that. It's just it just after a while for me it gets tiresome. It gets all. And I don't even I'm even with what I say. You know, for, for what I add to the to the discussion. Uh, and so I just really feel like we need to hear from heaven because when that when that the Bible says there in that Acts chapter two, Acts chapter two when they heard that sound it drew mm-hmm. the city you know and uh, they came to see what was going on and and I think that's what we need we need a sound from heaven I'm talking about the church not cross connection specifically but we need a sound from heaven to draw the world to hear what Jesus mm-hmm. has to say mm-hmm. yeah yeah and I I think that. That is, is such a trap that we can so easily fall fall into is just turning the volume up of voices in the world, mm-hmm. and and I was having a discussion with the, uh, our group of guy friends. We have a text group together, and I was talking. We were talking today just about different things, and I even said that there was this this guy that I listen to every once in a while that I even kind of agree with some of the stuff that he says and, and the things that he says, but I just had to stop listening to him because just everything that he was saying was just I could just like feel the anger mm-hmm. from him mm-hmm. with everything and just his outrage at everything and his indignation with everything and that was like affecting me mm-hmm. and it took me so long to realize it because he was saying things that I agree with mm-hmm. or, or sometimes saying things I agree with or that I like or he would present things in a, in a really good way but it was just like affecting my mood yeah. and so I think you know it's so incumbent on us to to be careful how much of the volume of the world we allow. And obviously we, we have to be aware of what's going on in the world, sure. but we have to be careful of the amount of volume that we allow in. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, I think, I think the, the problem is, and, and that maybe bleeds over a little bit to what I talked about this past Sunday, is the more you listen to it, it shapes what yeah. you think. That's yeah, you know, for sure. And, and it shapes how you feel. And really, as believers... How we feel and what we think should originate with Jesus yeah. and not with the world. Mm-hmm. A sound from heaven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know, I'll just go ahead and share this now. I was going to kind of share it later on when we talked about this, but what you just said there is something that God's dealt with me recently about is, you know, an event like what's been going on will happen or something will happen in the world or whatever. And then my sort of analytical side of my brain is like, I want to see the facts. I want to see what happened. I want to hear both sides. Mm-hmm. I wanna, and mm-hmm. and th- then I can kind of, I want to, then after I have all the information, I want to see how I feel. And, and then God just kind of checked me on that. And he's like, what about what I feel about exactly. it? You're, exactly. You're so concerned about figuring out how you feel about How about you take time to figure out how I feel about yeah. the situation? And that really just kind of gut-punched me to say, like, wow, I'm really looking at myself for answers mm-hmm. first before I'm looking at him for answers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Well, I think the the difference is is what I rely on when I'm doing that same type of thing, and, I, and probably you get that from me because I'm that, that same, I have that same bent towards that, is I'm gathering facts. When I listen to the, to Jesus, I'm hearing truth. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference between the two, mm-hmm. you know. And I use this example just recently, and my mom is online with us. Uh, uh, this this past Thursday was my birthday, and I could say my mom did not call me on my birthday. She did not text me, and she did not call me. Mm-hmm. And, and, and can you believe that? She, she's got a cell phone, and she didn't call me. She didn't text me. That's the fact. Right. But she did come up and see me and spend right. the weekend with right. me. Right. You know, that's the truth. Right. You know, and so I, I think sometimes when we're listening to all this noise, we can hear facts, but it's not necessarily truth. Yeah. And Jesus will deliver truth to us, and that's what we need to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, this, I, I know, I know, this whole podcast is going to probably be with a lot of tough things to say and. Um, I like what you did at the beginning of this past Sunday is ask everyone to just, you know, pray that their hearts will be open, their minds will be open. And, you know, that's such a tough thing. And I would just encourage everyone that's listening or watching to, you know, just have your heart and mind open. You know, obviously we're not infallible people, but I think the things that you talked about were all biblically based and they were all, were all messages from God. So I would just encourage everyone yeah. to, or, or if you go back and listen, to really do some soul searching with the things that's talked about, you know, because it, it's so easy to criticize everyone but ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? and, and, and the reality is what makes uh, the, the type of message that I, I preached this past Sunday uh, particularly challenging is that I'm not preaching it to you. I'm preaching it 
to us. Right. You know, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's speaking preaching, to me too. You're literally preaching to the choir. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 I have a quick question though. Um, when we say a sound from heaven, I'm going to go back to that real mm. quick. What is that? Like, what are we really talking about though? Like, yeah. I know we say a sound from heaven, but what does that mean? Like yeah. what? That's a good point. Yeah. What, what, I mean, if somebody's just listening and saying like, mm-hmm. well, what does a sound yeah. from heaven look yeah. like? Sound like? Right. For me, it, it is a word from the Lord that is is uh, uh, a now word. Yeah. You know, and, and, I mean, it could be more than that. It could be something, you know. Uh, um, His song. Yeah, exactly. Is a sound from heaven. Yeah, exactly. Like it's a now thing. Exactly. And, and, and it, it literally could be a literally, you know, you could be in a building and God could supernaturally manifest a sound mm-hmm. of some kind. And I, I understand. I don't doubt that, and I believe that could happen. But I'm speaking more specifically yeah. uh, that is a now word for now. And it may be directly a biblical scripture, or it may be something based on the on, on the word, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. And But it's that now word that when people hear it, they know. Whether they know it, they may not have the spiritual um, foundation to say that that's a word from God, mm-hmm. but they know it's something different. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. that it's something that's, it, it may, it may, you know, when Jesus spoke, it made the Pharisees angry, yeah. you know, <laughs> and it, it could even have that a, a yeah. effect. Right. But the reality is somebody, it, it, it's going to have effect. Yeah. Wow. And, I, and I like what you said um, two weeks ago or a week and a half ago. You said when heaven does meet earth, that something takes place. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. something that there's a change that happens because when heaven meets earth, you know, that's God's presence invading. And so there has to be change that occurs and there has right. to be something that happens. So that also means personally too. Oh, when, for sure. Yeah. When heaven touches you, when, when yeah. the sound comes to you specifically, there's change in that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a great way to work backwards from something. If you, if you don't feel like your life is, if your life is stagnant mm-hmm. and you're not experiencing change mm-hmm. and you're not experiencing growth. Maybe that's because you yeah, haven't heard yeah. a sound from Come heaven. Come on, that'll time. preach right. That's you. good. That's really good. <laughs> and and, and I, I want to add to that uh, that 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 a change is going to be something that builds the kingdom. Oh yeah. And not and not. Um, so if 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 you hear a sound from the world, it may cause you to to respond. But if you respond in a way that doesn't build the kingdom, that it tears wow. that tears down society or tears down other people or whatever the case may be, um, that's not what God is attempting to do. He is attempting to build his kingdom. Yeah. And, and and when a sound from heaven prompts you or motivates you to do something, that's what it's going to yeah, do. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So you, um, I don't know if you want to expand on this, but you uh, made the point two weeks ago, I think, about everything that God has to say to us is in the book. Mm-hmm. It, it's in the Bible. You know, it, it, we can look for answers elsewhere. We can look for answers outside, but everything that God has to say to us or, you know, every answer we need is in the Bible. Yeah. I, I think maybe to expand on that just slightly is the Bible is absolutely our foundation and, and anything that strays whatsoever from that foundation is, is suspect at best and downright wrong at mm-hmm. worst. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think everything, it, it has to be solidly founded on the word of God and, and then from that, you know, the Bible says Jesus is called the Word. So in that respect, He is continuously speaking, you yes. know. Amen. And if so if He is continuously speaking, that doesn't mean that everything that He, that he says is only going to be read from, directly from mm-hmm. Scripture. But having said that, we have to be very careful with that because uh, it, it can't expand beyond. It, mm-hmm. it can't contradict. It right. can't say something different from the Word. Yeah. So... Uh, the reality is, you know, if you think about it, everything that we base all of our faith and all of our walk with God on is on those 66 books of the Bible. And that's incredible that, that everything can be founded on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then you sort of, uh, this is moving into this past Sunday, mm-hmm. and you're talking about the Holy Spirit actually invading the room and then the reaction mm-hmm. of the people of the day. Yeah. And a great point that I think is uh, as... Um, Full gospel people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just kidding. But as people who believe in the Holy Spirit um, to the degree that we do, it's important to realize that people have been perplexed by mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit from day one. And so that shouldn't be surprising to us. Mm-hmm. And really, if you think about it, it really shouldn't be surprising because this is something that's supernatural. It's outside of nature. Yeah. So things that are outside of nature are going to be difficult for people yeah. to grasp or to that's understand. Yeah. yeah. 
Because it's supernatural. Yeah. And, and for me, what 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 was like what gave rise to that was when I was reading through that, and that part of the scripture where it says they were devout men, just leapt off the scripture off the page at me. And I mean, I've read that you know all of my um, Christian life, and then even as a kid growing up, would hear this passage of scripture. And, and what really just leapt off the page to me was that these were godly men, and yet some of them mocked. Yeah. And 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 for many times in my life, uh, I, I I looked down on people that either made fun of me, or I said they can't even be a, be- a believer if they're making fun of me, or, or whatever the case may be. And, and God was just showing me that you know for whatever reason these guys had not they they didn't understand or couldn't accept it or whatever, but they didn't change the fact that they were devout men, right. and and it, it just changed my viewpoint of people that. That I believe are truly believers, 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 but but just so let's we won't spend a lot of time here, but I think it's just an interesting point to talk about. You mentioned about and these devout men, and I think there are devout men in today's time that ha- and you talk about there being resistance to the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Why do you? And I think that's that is you can observe that and see that. Why do you guys mm-hmm. think that is? Why do you think there is a resistance to the Holy Spirit from from good Christian mm-hmm. people? Because it's different. Yeah. Well, I think what you just said just a moment ago is exactly uh, is not the only thing, but one of the things is it's just not natural. Mm-hmm. It's 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 out of the ordinary, and and it's in that sense it can feel and look weird, you know. Mm-hmm. And so you just think, well, you know, that, that, there's got to be some other explanation mm-hmm. than yeah. than that. And and it's not it's not it's because it's out of experience. All those different things like that. Well, let me ask you guys this question because I mean I know you've counsel people probably in this and I'm sure you've had conversations with people about the church that you go to Mm -hmm. what do you guys say when people ask you to describe it or to talk about it or or to give them explanations what what are the kind of things that you guys say to explain I don't I just start speaking in tongues right there and then like the the evangelist fall in the spirit where you push them yep that's what I do oh by the way Aaron has joined us Finally, and, and Nicholas, uh, I'm not sure where he's at exactly in Africa, mm. but he's joining us as well. So that's kind of awesome. cool. From yeah. from Nakuru? I I don't think so. I'm not exactly where. I, oh. I, I just saw him come on. Oh yeah, he lives in Nakuru. Yes, Yay. he does. Uh, uh, he just joined our Facebook page a few days ago. Okay. And I, and I also because I get all the notifications right. when it comes up. So hello, mm-hmm. Nicholas. Glad Hi. you're. It's kind of it's gonna be late there. Yeah. Like one o'clock in the morning, something yeah. like that. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know what time. Or eleven, it is. maybe. Maybe eleven. All right, yeah. I'm not gonna let you get away with it. So, <laughs> so let's. So okay, let's say if it's never happened, let's say someone would come up to you because I think you you are very versed and experienced in the Holy Spirit, and I think you've spent hours in His presence. I'm trying to think. I haven't really had people ask me that. Right. Just kind of like, yeah. like, what is your church? I just say like, well, you know, we believe in like. Um, the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Mm. And um, I don't know. I've never really had anybody like kind of. Have you had anybody like do the, oh, is that the place where yeah. you guys handle snakes or something <laughs> oh, like that? No. Or, or something like that. Or just know? like, oh, y'all talking tongues. I'm like, yeah. But nobody's ever really like said, yeah, maybe gotcha. I'm just lucky like that. Yeah, but. maybe. Well, and I, I, you know, of course, maybe years, years, I've, I've had people even, you know, goes directly to that about the handling snakes mm. and all that kind of stuff. Maybe not that specifically, but things like that. For me, I just basically say, you know, uh, what where I'm at right now, when, when a, a person has that conversation with me, I try to discern if if they're really asking me That's good. what, uh, or was there what really the, searching? The yeah, yeah. Are they really searching? Or they if want an argument. If they want yeah. an argument, not interested. Yeah. You know, yeah. if, if, if they've already got their position kind of staked out, not interested in arguing with them. Yeah. If, if they're asking what I believe, then I'll, I'll take the opportunity yeah. To, yeah. To, to tell them what I have believe. had people ask me like about praying in tongues, though. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily if we believe it or not, but just like why pray in tongues over like praying in English. Yeah. And I mean, I've gone into that, but yeah. that's, yeah. that's more of the yeah. conversation I get. Aaron just said, I, I just tell them we get down with the, with Jesus so hard that speakers fall from the roof. <laughs> <laughs> yes. For those of you that, did you announce that on Sunday? No. Oh yeah. We've got speakers falling out of the roof. So, uh, wear, have an umbrella next Sunday. No, it's going to be Good fixed. Filament. I was praying for Kathy when she was worshiping. <laughs> you know, it fell that afternoon. I know. After we remounted. I know. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Like, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was a hurried job, but yeah. 
Wow. So, so. Thank you, Jesus. It didn't hurt anybody. Yes, I know. So th- there were definitely mockers in the crowd mm. when when they were act obviously acting drunk because that's mm-hmm. what the Bible says that they yeah. were acting drunk because they were not drunk as you suppose they right. were drunk. Yeah. But just not those you so, so I've been drunk in the spirit and you look drunk. <laughs> yeah. So I, I agree with that. So um, <laughs> that I've been <laughs> one one thing that I that came to my mind. That I just wanted to share, and then we'll get to the three things, our three reactions that you talked about. It, it, it you said the word misunderstood, and they just, they, they didn't understand what right. was going on, mm-hmm. and I, my mind immediately went to like one of my favorite moments in the Bible, and it's when the rich young ruler comes to Jesus, and he's he's um, confused. You know, he mm-hmm. says, well, how, "How do I earn salvation?" And basically, he just says to follow the commandments, and um, uh, the the rich ringuler says, well, I've done that, you know, not, mm-hmm. and not really understanding what Jesus was saying. And I love the line after that. And this is why it's my favorite point. It says, Jesus looked at him and loved him. Yeah. 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 And, and so I, I think, and that's kind of the crux of what a lot of what you're saying is, and that's so important for us is that these people that misunderstand that just don't get it is we have to look at them and love him. And, and obviously it wasn't a love of like hugging him or, or showing compassion on him. It was, it was an internal feeling yeah. of love and compassion that he felt. So that's so important for us to have on people. I don't know if you watched The Chosen. Haven't yet. But no. I know you did. Mm-hmm. But like with Nicodemus. Yeah. Like Jesus just was like, like I love him so much. Mm-hmm. And that just what reminded when you were talking about that scripture because he, like in, in that show, he just showed so much compassion yeah. for Nicodemus and... Yeah. And just knowing that he just doesn't understand, like, the fullness yeah. of what he could have. Right. And I think, uh, and I didn't say this on Sunday, I don't think, but um, one of the one of the purposes of, purposes of us making sure we love people and demonstrate that love is if we react in a way out of pride or, or some of the other ones that I mentioned, then what we're really doing is reinforcing the idea that that's not like Jesus. Right, right. absolutely. And, absolutely. and, and it, when we react in a way that reflects Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, it, it for me, it has the opportunity to reinforce that this really is yeah. from the Lord. Yeah. So the first thing you said, that one of the wrong reactions, is that we almost take it as a badge of pride, yeah. the mocking. Mm-hmm. Um, we we it, Almost in a condescending way mm-hmm. that we look at it. So, so what are some of the, maybe the markers for that like if someone may think they're not having that stance but they maybe really are what are some of the markers maybe of having that as a condescending view i think what you just said a minute ago if if you don't feel love and compassion for that person when when they do mock you or when they do come against what you believe i mean that's a good indication of like there might be something wrong with my heart on that exactly and and just kind of oh they go to one of those churches Mm -hmm. you know that kind of thing you know Mm -hmm. because we feel like they do that to us so either, right. oh, they go to one of those, they don't believe, you know, right. and, and, uh, you know, uh, I've been the, guilty of that one. Yeah. Though. Their church is just dead, you know, whatever, whatever the case <laughs> right. may be. And, and, um, I, I think that that's just a, a inappropriate. Yes. Um, and, and I think that we should definitely have such compassion for them in the sense of like, they're trying to navigate their Christian walk without the support of the Holy Spirit. Right. They're trying, they're trying to go through the same problems that we are and all the things that are going on in the world without the support of the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. And that should sadden us. Yeah. That should, mm-hmm. that should hurt us. That That's what I'm saying. They don't have, without saying like full gospel, but yeah. I'm just saying like there is fullness mm-hmm. in the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and, and the, and, and our without goal shouldn't be, arrogant. yeah, our goal <laughs> shouldn't be to say, Hey, I got this and you right. don't. Right. What it should be is to, to, is to, welcome people yes. into that same depth yes. of, of yes. the Lord, you know, yes. and, and, and in no way be the person that stands in the way or causes a person to, yeah. to reject that. Do you think that more people who are Christians are against the spirit or do you think that it's unsaved? I, I, for me, I, without really thinking a whole lot about it, but in my mind, it's more people that have had, uh, improper religious training, yeah. you know, whatever that means specifically, you know, they, they, they just, they have a tendency to throw everything into one, uh, bag, you know, so mm-hmm. if you're of a person that goes, that believes that way, 
then you're just one of those kind yeah. of people, you know, yeah. which is just typical for human humanity. Really, is a part of what we're facing in a, the larger culture right now. Mm -hmm. Us versus just, them. Yeah, you just us versus them. You're one of those kind of people, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and and but we can do the same thing, yeah. you know, yeah. and and that was what I was trying to say. We got to we got to guard against that. That when we people that have not had this experience with the Holy Spirit, that we don't wear it in such a way that we look, well, you're just not one of us, mm -hmm. you know, arrogantly, yeah. I will give an example, though, of where, anyways, it, um, me and Brooke were at, um, when we first got saved, we went to a women's retreat, and they were praying for people to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, and they were just going down the line or whatever, and it got to me, they prayed for me, nothing. Now, mind you, I was in the Assemblies of God, like, as yeah. a kid, yeah. mm -hmm. Church of God, as a kid, they went to Brooke, who was right next to me. As soon as they touched her, I mean, she was just flowing and, like, speaking in tongues, all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, wait a minute. Hey. Wait a minute. Like, I'm the one who's been in church before. I should have gotten it first. But she had never... She's also the type of person that, like, really had never heard the gospel. Mm, yeah. So, yeah. anyways, it just came like yeah. that to her. Yeah. Yeah. It happens like that sometimes, yeah. for sure. I know, that's awesome. And I think the point of not arguing with people is so important, too, because, mm. you know, for arguing for the sake of, like, debating and stuff like that. I know people, there are people out there that enjoy debating and stuff like that, but this is something that I discovered a long time ago, like, high school slash college age, that you're not going to debate someone into truth. No way. You, you, you just can't. The, the truth has to be revealed to them yeah. mm -hmm. by the Holy Spirit yeah. or by Jesus, you know, by the Spirit of God. Truth has to be revealed to them. So, and as, as interesting as it could be to, to discuss things with people, if your goal is to, if your goal is truly to get them into the fullness of the presence of God, debating is not the way to do right. it. Mm -hmm. In most cases, debates cause people to move in further trench. into their yeah, exactly yeah. in trenches mm. that's a great way to put it mm. I won't say anymore <laughs> <laughs> okay so this is one that I'm actually interested in hearing maybe specifically you but definitely if you have any Probably things not. to add on to it um, the tendency when we're being mocked to sort of downplay the Holy Spirit mm. or the way I thought mm. about it on Sunday was sweeping him under the rug a little bit yeah. you know how do you see that manifesting in the modern church well I, I think maybe there's a swing back because of churches like Upper Room and Bethel and, and some churches like that back the other way. But I think there was this time when we when we went into this movement, that, that seeker-sensitive type movement, where it was, you know, you really need to just, it's okay to believe that, but that guy coming on Sunday morning that don't believe, mm -hmm. man, you're going to run him off. Right. And, and be honest, that's, that's gonna, a possibility. You're going to freak him out. Yeah, yeah you're going to freak him out. You need to just keep that quiet and mm -hmm. and you know and, and, and even though it was probably never said exactly like that that was definitely the implication and and and, and even in, in places I, i've been told by missionaries and different different ones where they were told that that they could not speak in tongues in in, wow. a, in a public way you know mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. and so it definitely has that um uh that that possibility and and I, I think that's just the danger is that we have a tendency to sort of we want to stay um, respectable. We want to stay. And, and, and um, uh, Terry even mentioned that talking about a test she just taken. One of the things that we're concerned about is respectability, or that's one of the things that people don't uh, don't accept it because of the respectableness of it. And, and the reality is we can't worry about that specifically. Mm. <laughs> I'm just thinking about some people, like, if they ever said that you couldn't speak in tongues, like, in a service. Yeah. Mm. That would be very difficult for some. <laughs> like, you almost like, it's like, like when you're not allowed to laugh in church, it's like you. you laugh even more. Yes. Mm. Or in the I've, doctor's office. That's I've what I do. I've had so it. many instances of, like, church giggles. Yeah. Like, where you just can't hold it in. Yeah. And so you have to, like, put your, when Tyler and I, this is terrible, but Tyler and I used to put our heads down and pretend like we were praying. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I've done that much as a kid. As an adult, a few times, too. Yeah. I had it happen at a funeral once. Oh, oh my, my goodness. Yeah. That's rough. It was bad. Mm. It was really bad. Mm. All right. So, so moment of um, uh, vulnerability. Have you ever face that or maybe like in a personal life or whatever where you see someone sort of like in that same instance of like oh my gosh you go to that church and like kind of downplayed it a little bit or we're like oh yeah we kind of do that but we're more focused on like worship and stuff like that no I remember a, a birthday party um when the kids were little and we went to the and the parents were there and they were asking about what church because they went to church and they were asking what church I went to 
And that's kind of what they said. They were like, oh, you're that tongue-talking church or whatever. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But again, they didn't try to debate me. So maybe... And Again, I, I, maybe I've just gotten well, and I think that's lucky. a great that's a great way because I think people can feed off your energy. So if they're like looking for you to be embarrassed about yeah. it or looking for you to be ashamed about it, but, but you're just like very nonchalant, like yeah, that's yeah. what I go to. It's awesome. Yeah, you know, then they'll the I think that's probably a good way to sort of diffuse the yeah. situation. Because I'm, I mean, you can ask anybody when I talk about church. Like I'm, I'm always like, oh yeah, we have an awesome church family, like yeah. that kind of thing. So maybe you're right. Maybe because yeah. I'm just so like. <laughs> let me let me ask sort is. of a controversial question and maybe you that's been in the assemblies of God longer than us can maybe shed some perspective on this do you think and I want to be careful about how I ask this do you think there's been an over emphasis from the assemblies of God or from Pentecostal church of speaking in tongues almost as elevating it to the level of salvation mm. or or Putting that on a pedestal when there's so much more to the kingdom of God and our growth and yeah. our walk with God. Well, I, I'll say this: um, not the assemblies of God, but there are some belief systems b- based on like Acts two thirty eight, where, where the apostle Peter said, uh, when they asked him, uh, "What what what can we do to have this?" and he says, "Repent and be baptized for the remission of sins, and um, uh, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit." Mm-hmm. And uh, and be baptized. Repent and be baptized. Uh, Fact check that. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I, I'm having trouble quoting it right now, but you can look at Acts two thirty eight, and and they take that as the the that you must repent, be baptized in water, and speak in tongues to be saved. Oh. That there's some Pentecostal wow. type belief systems that have that. Of course, assemblies of God don't right. don't mm-hmm. accept that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think in the in the um, the motivation to both defend it and to say this is wonderful you need this this is what you need in your mm-hmm. life there has been a, a, an emphasis on it at times that that um may have been too much yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so it's hard to say because it's 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 like saying you know yeah can you get to heaven without being baptized? This is one of the things we kind of always say. Can you get to heaven without being baptized in the Holy Spirit? And the answer, of course, is yes. We absolutely can. But then the next thing is, why would you want to? Right. You know, if if you know that that's right. if if you right. accept that and know that is truth, then why would you want to? Right. And, and so, um, I, I think there's sort of those both sides of it, that, and it makes it a, a little bit of a struggle. But but the simple answer is yes. I think there's been times that it's been overemphasize to the place that, that people take it that we believe that you have to right. be mm-hmm. baptized yeah. in the Holy Spirit to be yeah. saved. Yeah. And I don't think, I, I was asking that just out of curiosity, but I don't think to me, and if you guys disagree with this, I'd love to hear um, your opinions on this. I, I don't think that what, where it comes to a fault in modern times is that. I think where people, where you know, younger and modern, modern Christians in this movement come to issue is they view baptism as the Holy Spirit as the almost like a final destination. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They get there and this feels great, this is wonderful, but really the baptism of the Holy Spirit is your jetpack to yeah. shoot you off into new <laughs> yeah. and greater things. Mm-hmm. And it's That's supposed good. to be like the the start of, you know, a right. s- series of growth. I heard a sermon 20, 30 years ago and it said the Holy Spirit baptism goal or gateway. Oh. And, and, and it was a powerful sermon on... How if, if, and because that's the, and the guy that appreciated was a traditional Pentecostal minister, and he says, so much in our tradition, we've kind of done that. We've, mm-hmm. we've got it, got to that goal, and we're there. And it should be just a get, gateway to the greater things of the Lord. First and foremost, a gateway to uh, empowering us to minister uh, the gospel to people, bring people to Christ, those kinds of things. And so I, 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 I do think that there's that tendency to say, Got it. They're done. Right. Yeah. yeah. I've made it. Mm-hmm. I've made it. Okay. So now I think we're going to be getting into the part of your sermon where it sort of started getting a little quiet in the room. Yes. <laughs> it, was, it was when I, I re-listened to it. And when he got to this part, it was just like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, it's like this somberness in the room. And it's tough, man. Yeah. Th- th- this kind of stuff, especially things that are so can be so high emotion mm-hmm. and just so con- not even controversial just so maybe important is the word um it, it can be so difficult to it's hard to say i'm wrong about this mm-hmm. yeah I, my attitude is wrong my heart mm-hmm. is wrong that's that's a difficult thing to say about yourself 
the next thing you said was, and you read from Galatians, mm. if we live by the Spirit, we have to walk by the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we have to fall. So we have to fall. If we, we have to follow the Spirit's leading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just for a, and, and I, I'm almost reluctant to even say this because I know it can be taken um, wrong. But my starting point for all of this was when all of this stuff began to happen with this incident in Minneapolis, there was a lot of emphasis, and rightly so, on um, George Floyd that was, was killed. But the only thing that I heard about the policeman was all anger, hate, all that kind of thing. And, and and as a as a father, I thought that's somebody's kid, mm-hmm. you know. And that's that's. I don't think he has any. I don't know if he had any children. I don't think he did, but that could be somebody's dad. And mm-hmm. and I don't care how bad my kids are. I want them to be saved. Mm-hmm. You know, I I I want them to come to know Jesus. I'm not saying that somebody that does something of that of that nature should not receive the highest punishment of the law. That's to, but I'm I'm not a lawyer, I'm not a judge, mm-hmm. I'm not I, I'm not the person that's going to lock them up. My role is to bring people to Christ, right. and 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 for me that that's the same. And then I started, you know, seeing that across the board to the way people were approaching these people that were breaking into buildings and looting and burning and all these kinds of things, just almost vitriol aimed at them. Mm-hmm. And that's not the church. Right. The, the church can't be that. Yep. And we, we, as I said, and, 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 and I, don't, I don't like the word rule, but say principles or teachings or whatever, we live by something different. Mm-hmm. We can't afford to live by the same um, feelings, emotions, motivations that the rest yeah. of the world gets to live by. Yeah. I think it goes back to the sound from heaven. Yeah. When all this started... It's like Luke was saying, we have to go to Jesus first. Yeah. And we have to hear, if we're walking in the Spirit, that should be the first place. Yeah. We lay down at His feet and we say, how am I supposed to react in this situation? Right. How am I supposed to love people when all I am is... And be honest, like, I'm angry right now and mm-hmm. this is not okay. And and I don't like the way people are reacting. But at the same time, it's like, well, what does Jesus say to me? Where is right. that sound from heaven for for me, right. and how am I supposed to show that love? And, and I don't think I did a great job Sunday morning connecting it, but that's the idea of walking in the Spirit. Right. When we walk in the Spirit, the Spirit leads us yes. into those kinds of places that we're going to react like Jesus yep. reacts. We're yep. going to think like Jesus thinks, and we're going to speak like He speaks. And, and we don't get to, just because just because it's popular or just because we're, like you said, we have a strong emotion right. one way or the other. Right. We don't get to, we yeah. don't get to just say it off, well, that's okay. No. If we're in the spirit, we should be listening to his heart. Yeah. And his yeah. heart right now is breaking. Yeah, yeah. His exactly. heart Huge. is breaking for all of it. It's yeah. not one side or the other. Right. His heart is breaking for this yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, I'll just share sort of my personal journey. This for me, it actually happened with. It wasn't Michael Brown. That was what was the guy that got the that was choked out by the cop. Um, anyways, it was I think it was it was a number a couple years ago or maybe two years ago or something like that. Um, and it was a very similar situation. Mm-hmm. There was like you know protesting that turned into looting and rioting mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and just having like my different opinions about this. And and I hate when people say. Th- we as Americans because they think because it presupposes that Americans are different than people around the world and I don't think we are but we're in America mm-hmm. and I think most of our audience is and so we have Not we have the guy from right, that's true that's true <laughs> we have this tendency of of, of America and <clears throat> we have this tendency as Americans that it's our right to have an opinion it's our right to think what we want it's our right to, and I just felt God checking me and yeah. all that was happening he says in the kingdom of God, you do not have the right to yeah. an opinion. Yeah, mm. you do not have a right to, to your own opinion. To yeah. right to 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 think to, uh, on what's moral and what's not. Yeah, you don't have a right. When when I said love God and love your neighbor, come on, I didn't qualify that. Yeah, the, I didn't qualify that with but or however or even though they do this, I just said love God yeah. and love your neighbor. Yeah. 
and you don't have there's no there's no difference of an opinion about that mm-hmm. there's there's no there's no this or that it's love god and love your neighbor and that's the end yeah. Yeah. and yeah. You, you don't get to you don't get to debate about that you don't yeah. get you don't get to you don't get to feel differently about that if you're going to be a part of this team that's the way you feel yeah. right well and and I'll just refer to something I said last week is that one of the places that I came to that a number of years ago is on the issue that still is facing our nation about uh, illegal um, immigration. Uh, immigration here in our country. And and there is a legal side to that, and there is a political side to that, and maybe even a sense of social side to that. Um, and, and, and people are, in that sense, allowed to have any kind of opinion they want. I, I believe as a believer it needs to be guided by the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the church... My job is to see a person. It does it, what their status in the United right. States is has nothing to do with anything. My job is to minister the gospel to that yeah. person, mm-hmm. and 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 so if, if if in the middle of that they get deported or they get caught or something like that, that's for somebody else to figure out. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I'm not trying to alleviate ourselves <laughs> of those kinds of things, but but even you know even the 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 legal community understands that to some degree. So if a person as a pastor comes to me and confesses a crime, I am not required by law to give that person up mm-hmm. because they understand that there is a nature to the to the Christian movement. There's a nature to the church mm-hmm. um, that that um, that we approach things differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so for me, when we're looking at things like this, there are, there are legal ramifications to it. There are social ramifications. There's all kinds of that kind of stuff. But my goal job has to be to love people yeah. and, and to show them the love of Christ. I think I just want to be more concerned about people's souls than I care about their their legal or illegal status right. yeah, exactly. or their mm-hmm. color or right. their mm-hmm. economic status. We need to get back to the business of caring about people's souls right. and where they're headed, right. and or even even caring about the rightness or the morality of their actions. Right, they're lost. Yes, they they don't have God yeah. in their life. Yeah. Why why do we expect the yeah. world yeah. to act with morals or, or the, the world to do the right thing? Mm-hmm. They're right. lost. Yeah. Why 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 do we put that standard on them? Yeah. You know? And, and okay. I I've, I will add this just in case somebody's maybe misinterpreting this a little bit. The one caveat that I will add to that is that protection for a minister ends if that person says... They're going to commit a crime. Yeah, I'm going to go commit a right. crime. I'm going to do that. Because right. then you are protecting other people mm-hmm. right. you know, from right. that. So I, I, I realize there are some... some so I can tell you afterwards. Yeah, right. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> so so uh, the, the reality is, 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 is my, my goal is to, is to minister to that person... And and um, and it's not that I don't care care what they do or or, or that is unimportant. I, I definitely need to speak to that if, mm-hmm. if I have the opportunity. Mm-hmm. But my first goal is to bring them to Christ. Yeah. And I think Lene, you said the the operative word there. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. uh, you said, or the phrase, I guess. You said that our, God's heart is breaking. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that is a hundred percent true. Yeah. And if we are seeking to have God's heart. We should be looking at what's going on in our country and what's going on in our world, and it should be breaking yes. our hearts mm-hmm. to see just the just the anger that everyone yeah. has, and yeah. just the frustration, and just the turmoil, and the fighting, and the and the, the just the angst that everyone has. It should be breaking our hearts. Yeah. And if if we're looking at these things and looking at one side of the issue, um, and we're looking at it, and our hearts not breaking, and it, and say we're filled with frustration and rage. That's a heart check moment. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And that's exactly what I was yeah. ministering that uh, in the morning. Yeah, yeah. and I, yes, totally agree. <laughs> because I think when you start, if you're not seeking the Lord for that sound from heaven, walking in His Spirit, you start aligning yourself with what, like everything else you hear. Right. Mm-hmm. And then guess what your heart flows? Mm-hmm. That's what your heart flows. Right. You know, that's mm-hmm. what's coming out of your heart is that instead of, Jesus, mm-hmm. Jesus's heart and what he's thinking. Yeah, for sure. So, which kind of leads into, I'm sure, like when he was talking about repent. No, no? okay, no. we're not. Gonna, we're skip no. that part. No, but I, I and I think this is kind of sort of maybe a, a button or a ribbon, whatever you decide, button okay. or ribbon. Um, I'm gonna go with ribbon. You, you made the emphasis of pour out your spirit on all flesh, mm-hmm. 
and that is something to murderers, mm-hmm. to all the worst criminals we can think of, to, to cops that abuse their power, mm-hmm. to people who take over the protest and loot and steal from innocent people. God's spirit Come is on. available for all of those people. Yeah. Right. Yep. And in reality, that's the only thing that's going to make a difference. Right. Him changing their hearts. Now, I realize they have to be pliable to that and allow it to happen. But that's what's going to make a difference in, yeah. our, in our world. And for me, if, if I have any level of frustration with this that, that kind of sticks out more than the other, it's that. Is, is there's a lot of talk about, well, we need to do this, we need to do this, we need to do this, we need to do this. And, and, and once again, I'm not saying if there's unjust laws, they need to be changed or whatever. I, I, I get that. Or people that have committed crimes, they need to go to jail. None of the, not against any of that. But the reality is putting a person in jail doesn't change their heart. And people that have hearts like that doesn't change their mm-hmm. hearts. They have to have their heart changed. Mm-hmm. And when their hearts change, I read today just, um, and I won't go into great detail, a good friend of mine who's on Facebook, and I'll say his name since it's kind of a public thing. His name was Tony Solis. He was a, a youth pastor at the same time I was. His dad passed away uh, yesterday, and I, I know Tony's not listening, but sorry to hear of his dad passing. I didn't know this about his dad, but his dad had a huge history in the mafia. Hmm. And and um, he actually beat up people. And he goes in, in this... Uh, post he goes into detail talking about some of the stories that his dad told him where he really physically hurt some mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. he got saved and it's a you just need to read the story but he gets saved and it completely changes his life 100 percent turns him around yeah. he said and one of the things that stuck out in my mind he says i was nine years old when it happened he says i never remember my dad smiling until he come walking out of the church, mm, and there was on. a smile on his face. Thank you, and He Jesus. was completely different. Wow. And from that day forward, he was completely yeah. different. He mm. never stopped talking to people about Jesus, and 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 that's what I'm talking about. Mm. You could you could he had been in jail, and all mm-hmm. kinds of things had happened to him, and you could multiply that story hundreds of times over in in the in the faith and yeah. realize that it's only God that's going to change yeah. that yeah. heart. And when He does it, I'm not saying people don't need discipleship or training right. or any of that. But that's where it begins. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yep. And um, we don't have to spend long on this point, but I think it was important to repeat what you said. Um, you talked about them bringing the woman who was caught in the act of adultery, mm-hmm. and he said, "Without who is without sin, cast the first stone. Mm-hmm. And we as Christians cannot cast stones. Yeah. yeah. We, you said you've, you've seen people doing it, and I don't know if you're referring to Christians or just everybody, Yeah. but... We have to be so careful mm-hmm. because you made the point that um, we're supposed to be different from the world. Mm-hmm. If the world looks at us yep. and we look the same, if what we're doing and saying looks and sounds the same, then we have nothing to offer them. Yep. Exactly. So yep. true. Yep. 100% factual. The, the thing that we have to offer is not us, it's Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And if he cannot be seen, then we have nothing to offer yeah. him. Yeah. So good. Yeah. 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 And then I think the last thing we didn't sort of discuss was sort of the last thing you said before the altar was um, changing the world starts here. Yeah. And for me, that's so important because when you start looking at all of this, it, it, and I'm just, and for me, this was kind of the basis of that part of it. I can feel myself because as a minister, I feel called. And then I just feel, well, what do I do? Mm-hmm. You know, what do I leave my church to do? What do I do? I feel like if I do something, if I say something, it could be wrong all this kind of thing, and if I do this, is it too little, is it too much, or, mm-hmm. or whatever. All this just different stuff just flying through my head. And then on top of that, I want to add to it that I want it to be what is motivated by Christ. And so all of that, to 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 put it down in one little thing, is I have to start right here and in the sphere of influence that yeah. I have. Yeah. So ministering, yeah. getting my heart changed and aligned, and then letting it affect the people that I actually have impact on yeah. Yeah. when I was listening re-listening to the sermon um and you were talking about you know checking your heart and just repenting for wrong thinking and and wrong things in your heart and all that kind of stuff and I don't know the scripture like verbatim but just humbling yourself yeah and he will heal our yeah. land mm-hmm. we have to be a mm-hmm. people yeah. that can admit and, and get down on our faces and say 
it starts with me yeah. and humble me, yeah. repent, all those kind of things. Because if we're humbled, he will heal our land. Right. And for me, one of the things that makes that difficult in our culture is it starts at the very top. Mm. The president cannot admit, whether it was right. The, right, our right, current right. president or the right. president before him, he cannot admit when he's done something wrong. Right. Because the second he does that, the other party, the news yeah. media, yeah, 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 yeah. eat them alive. Yeah. Yeah. So even when they realize they've done something wrong, they can't admit it. Right. Mm. And, and our culture has created that. Mm. And that's sad for, because for as believers, we cannot be that way. Yes. We have to be people that say, I, regardless of the consequence, regardless right. of the fallout from it, right. when I do something inappropriate or wrong, I have to be able to say it yes. and admit yeah. it. Yes. And I think... That's a great thing to pray for because sometimes it's very easy to have a blind spot with what your flaws are. Yes. <laughs> it's very easy to defend. I don't have many, but <laughs> well, I have a blind spot. So you spend all day thinking about your decisions, so it's so easy to defend yourself. So mm-hmm. praying that, say, God, give me humility. Yes. Yeah. Give me humbleness. Yes. L- l- give me your eyes and your heart. Because, you know, telling someone you need to change your heart or, or saying uh, yeah. saying this stuff, if they're not, if they don't have that humbleness or if we don't have that humility, no matter, we people can say it to their blue in the face, mm-hmm. but it's never going to impact them until they have that humility. So I would just encourage us and everyone out there watching and listening to, to every, every so often or every time you think about it, pray for that humility yeah. in your yeah. life. Pray mm-hmm. for that God to make you humble, to see those areas that you have blind spots in. Yeah. I think a good thing is with what you're saying is maybe when you don't think there's something wrong with you, that's probably a good indication that you should probably yeah. like yeah. Yeah. take it to the Lord and say, there's probably something yeah. wrong and I need to, because I can get like that. I yeah. can get a little maybe self-righteous or maybe yeah, just a little sure. like, I, I don't have anything. I just, I'm so I'm, good at defending myself. Yeah. We're, we're, we're filled with the Spirit, so <laughs> exactly. we got it. Exactly. Yeah. But and, when you get like that, that's a good yeah. indication that you should take it to the Lord. I think I shared this on the podcast a few podcasts ago. but um, well, you can't repeat it now. Uh, It'd be embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> that exact thing that you're talking about, we would start to get in bed every night. And right oh, yeah. when we get in bed, Mary always says, Lord, forgive me for mm-hmm. my sins. I mean, she she's real adamant about it. Just as she's getting in bed mm-hmm. at night, uh, she'll say, and I'm not saying she don't do it other times. I've heard her say something and immediately, you know, right, right, pray right then. But it's just as she's looking back over her day, she and I think my wife is a godly woman. Why is she doing that? She right. don't have to repent, you know. Mm-hmm. And 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 and, I, and of course I wasn't doing it, you know. <laughs> and, and and so one night while she was doing the Lord just kind of said yeah. well what makes you think that you haven't done Thank something you. today that wasn't right or wrong or whatever yeah. and so now I do the same thing Lord, <laughs> yeah. Lord forgive me you know and, or is it and, just in case the house exactly. catches on fire or something and Lord now I'll lay me down to sleep <laughs> I die in my sleep I have eternal security yeah. I, I love the. I mean it's not fun really in the moment a lot of times but like and in retrospect I love those moments where he doesn't ever really say it like this but he just says it so basically it's like who do you think you Thank are? You. Yeah, yeah. Like, w- seriously, like, who do you think you are to have this opinion or to, or to say these things? Yeah. Right. But it always, it, you're absolutely right. That's exactly what he does. But it, but it always seems like to me that he's got his arm around oh, me. Oh, yeah. Hugging me when he yeah. says it. Come on, like, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> that is so true. He corrects those he loves. So. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we basically solved... All the problems in our, between this week and last week, yeah. I think we solved everything. This Sunday, I'm actually going to be talking about all this was kind of prelude to the, the sermon, the real uh, tough sermon. Yeah, no, no, it's not going to be. I don't think it's. I don't think I can do another tough one. Uh, so it's going to be more of a. Uh, uh, it's going to be there where the apostle Peter says, "This is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel." Mm-hmm. I'm going to be talking about that in in specifics and and. I'm excited about it. I think it's going yeah. to be super good. I'm excited. Bring your, bring your I also, when I was re-listening to it, this is another thought that I just remembered. Thank you, Holy Spirit. But there have been great revivals birthed out of repentance. Yes. Mm-hmm. Out of, yep. you know, people just humbling themselves. Yeah. So that's a good thing, too. And I think that, and, and, and out of hurt, too, people. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and I think I think that this is a yeah. great time <laughs> for us. I mean, just with all that's happened this year, it's a great time yeah. for us to invite people to church. Yes. It's a great time to minister Christ to people. Yeah. I think the opportunity is there, you know. Because he's hope. And, yeah, exactly. He is hope. And, and we have to be the face of hope. Nice.
<laughs> all because of my brother's daughter. You got a tattoo for her? Yeah. That's kind of weird. That's Man, I know people always say that, like, oh, this year has flown by past, but this year has taken so long, oh in my, my opinion. <laughs> it feels like it feels like it's been, like, three years older than one. <laughs> I agree. But it's only 198 days to Christmas, so that's, that's true. Amen. Oh, there's that's always true. Christmas to look yep. forward to. Mm-hmm. I had the whiff of, like, because uh, my AC's messed up right now and i got to get it fixed. Oh. In um, your car? Yeah. And so um, I had the windows down this morning, and, like, I was going by pine trees, I think. And I had the scent of pine trees, and it just, like, brought me into the Christmas mood a little bit. Yeah. Too, well, okay, I shouldn't say that. But it would have been nice, no, maybe not, to have COVID during Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) So then you would have to, I don't know. It's only for shopping done. Yes, but I don't mean (laughs) it like that. Like, nobody wanted COVID to happen. But I'm just saying, like... It would have been nice to like yeah. just stay home all the is, time is with ho- Christmas movies. Is Hobby Lobby back open? Yeah, we just went to the yeah. other day. Did it? Kim and I. Because it, they always put their Christmas stuff out in June. Yeah. There, there was like two rows of it I saw in the yes. corner. Should we just walk through just yeah. to like? Oh. I'm going. Sa- I'm going Saturday. I'm making my wife go Saturday. <laughs> you gotta just buy to something. walk through though. Yeah. Hey, you know the owner of Hobby Lobby's Christian? Yeah. Yeah. So is Chick Fil A. Not PDQ, but Chick Fil A. Because hmm. Chick Fil A is of the Lord. Tyler. <laughs> the other day, uh, Sunday, uh, we we needed some horseradish, so Clay went to the store and bought horseradish for our at lunch, and and it, next to the horseradish was a bottle of Chick Fil A sauce. He bought that. Amen. As well. yeah. Amen. All right. Well, they're spreading the love. Yeah, that's right. They're we spreading have, the gospel through Chick Fil A sauce. We have rehashed the Chick Fil A PDQ thing like, <laughs> too many times. <laughs> Anything you guys want to share? It's worth it. Anything else to say? No. Anything about this Sunday nothing. special? I can't wait for Sunday. It's going to be good. I think Sunday's going to be great. Yeah. All right. Well, then. That's it. That's it. We'll see you guys next week. Same bat time. Same bat <laughs> channel. Amen. We love you guys. Thanks for watching.